Another edition of the Free Money Podcast. I'm Matt Jones, and it is a wonderful day here in Louisville. I've got uh, Drew and Jay and Lyndon, and we are excited to give you another week of picks. I am particularly excited because for the last few weeks, the picks on free money have basically broken even. So it is, as one person said, the Even Money Podcast. (laughs) If you bet with us, you essentially get your money back unless you have to pay a fee or a, a, the juice. So you're probably losing. But nevertheless, Drew, it's fun for everyone involved. And there's still time left on the clock to have a winning season. It's coming down to the wire. <laughs> yeah, you need I a actually, big Actually, I have money on a college basketball game right now. I have to tell you all what I did. I am heavily invested in Eastern Illinois and Chicago State playing in a gym where there doesn't seem to be anyone within 50 miles. <laughs> yes. The spread is 25, and I have been pacing, and uh, I got some friends invested in it, and this feels like the Super Bowl to me right now. So you're going to get my – it's going to be ending soon. You'll get my live reaction. So what's, what's the score right now? It is 37-14 at the half. I'm feeling good. But uh, as the – before we're done, I'll know, and it's, it's a big deal around here. You have the cover – it's 37 to 14. Yeah. So, what, what made you get into that game? I mean, you have, I got a hot tip, hot tip and I put 25 on it and then I texted some friends and then one of them came back and said he put several hundred on it, just trusting me. And I don't know what I'm doing. It's just a random day game. And now uh, we Who went with it. You, gives you an Eastern Illinois, Chicago you, state. You just, you just gotta be in some weird circles. It's a great game though. <laughs> great basketball, 14, 37. Here's the difference between me and you. You spent today talking to random people about the Eastern Illinois-Chicago State game today, and I was spending all afternoon with our new boss, Stuart McWhorter, mm-hmm. uh, sort of doing Stuart McWhorter things. We just It's just different worlds we're living in. Yeah, I had to get ready for free money. Well, Mr. McWhorter says hello. Actually, I'm not going to call him Mr. Stu. Stu, Stu guy. Did you see, speaking of Stu, Dan Levitard is out. At ESPN. Oh, really? No, I did not see that. Yeah, he is He is leaving to do something else. So the moment I saw that, uh, being the sort of kind of guy I am, I texted my agent was like, I'm sure you're going to help me get that show, right? And he was like, they already filled it with somebody else. I was like, he's just been gone 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> so Bart Scott and, I don't know, Adam Hahn have that show. So good luck to those two. Oh, I had no idea. I know they fired or uh, laid off one of Levitard's longtime employees. I'm sure that might have had something to do with it. He seemed upset. Let me think about that. that show, that time slot, 10 a.m., has only had three hosts in over 20 years. Tony Kornheiser, actually almost 30 years. Tony Kornheiser, uh, Colin Cowherd, and now Dan Levitard. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I- I'm kind of surprised it ended like that. I literally just found it out. I thought he- he'd be there a long time. And I, I actually really picked 10 a.m. for KSR because, well, that's because that's what, what they gave me. But I was excited about it because that was Kornheiser's slot. They've kind of made that a slot that people that people use. And so, anyway, good luck to Dan. I've met him a couple times. He's always been really nice to me. Uh, Jay and Lyndon is here. Jay, how are you? 
I'm good. I, I wanted to say I was very gruntled with my college picks last week. I was seven and four. So I just wanted you to know I was gruntled by it. <laughs> I like the new thing where people are saying gruntled. I love the guy who called and said he had a Tinder match, said gruntled, and they, and they unmatched him. I really like that a lot. Uh, but combobulated and gruntled are words I'm trying to use now, Drew, in my vocabulary. Yeah, I've, I've even used gruntled a few times in my regular life as well. we got to bring these back into, into regular life. Society kind of left them behind. That's exactly right. Well, let's get started because we – we just have less than an hour, so we're going to make sure we get through as many as possible. So, Jay, go first. First game we have is Phil's four-star pick of the week in college. That's going to be Baylor at Oklahoma. And if we remember, Oklahoma started out 0-2, and they have been cruising since then. They are uh, top 10 in offense in the nation. The spread right now is Oklahoma minus 22. Mm, that's a lot. Uh, first of all, I feel like the moment that you said the game, I assumed that game had been canceled for COVID because those sound like the, it feels like Baylor. Every game is Baylor and Houston. I think they've been supposed to play each other 10 weeks, all COVID every week. Uh, Bob Stoops is there. I think he's worth at least four points of Bob Stoops positivity. So I'm going to say Oklahoma covers. I had a little bit of success last week picking the teams to cover big numbers that was like the only games I won were the ones that I did that so I think I'm going to do it again and take Oklahoma I'm also going to take Oklahoma Baylor's pretty bad they won last week but before that all they were winning were their uh COVID test I think they beat Kansas and lost five straight that I feel like with uh Oklahoma adding stoops there's some new energy there some excitement they're going to finish the year lighting it up whereas Baylor's just crap so give me Oklahoma I think this is a little harder than it looks. Uh, I looked at this. Baylor has not been blown out much this year. They've lost a lot. Uh, but, you know, I'm actually going to go with you all because of the Stoops factor. And uh, guess who else is going to go with it? Phil has Oklahoma by 35. Oh. Look at Phil understands that when you have Stoops, it's successful. Which reminds me, though, by the way, I always wondered – I don't know if this happened to you, Drew. I have a couple friends from high school who, when Mark Stoops was not doing very well, they would post on Facebook all the time, Stoops poops. That was like their, that was their go-to to say that he sucked. As they, and they really, I'm not going to call them out, but they really liked just putting Stoops poops and then cracking up. You think Stoops poops? Is a, is, a, is a put down that get, has gotten said by what percentage of Kentuckians? Uh, however many of your friends that's, that did it, that's it. That's, I just, that's not one that's going to take off, I don't think. So you, haven't heard really, a lot, you haven't heard a lot of Stoops poops over yeah. your time? No, and really, and I feel like if someone said it to Mark Stoops, he wouldn't be offended it's so bad. He would just shrug that off. Well, would that be the hashtag <laughs> for this, this game? Should it be Stoops poops? If Oklahoma – does not cover, then you will see a hashtag. Oh, well, see, I can't hashtag yeah. <laughs> People are going to think I'm talking about Mark Stoops. So I'll do it. All right, Jay and Lyndon will hashtag <laughs> Stoops Poops if Oklahoma does not cover. What's next? Next game is Phil's three-star pick, another big spread. Cle number Clemson and Virginia Tech. Right now, Clemson's favored by 22. I didn't – I thought Virginia Tech was better than this. Virginia Tech's four and five. They and they got blitzed by Pittsburgh last week. What do you and think they, here? Liberty. 
Yeah, Clemson covers this easy. This is my – this I like this one a lot. I mean, I haven't looked at all the games, but I feel like this is my Clemson wins by pick the score amount. So, I'm taking Clemson. Yeah, I lost actual real-life money on Virginia Tech in that game against Liberty. I was pretty confident Virginia Tech was capable of beating a team like Liberty, but I was not impressed. Also think Clemson's still a little angry and playing hard here to finish out the year, kind of with Oklahoma. I think they're going to be trying to light up some scoreboards, so I'll go Clemson here. I think it's the first time this year that this has happened that all four of us have agreed on the first two picks. Uh I'm going to take Clemson here, and Phil has Clemson by 31. All right, so let's do this. I'm for this. I think, and I actually may even say this on the radio tomorrow. I think Clemson, Oklahoma, since both of them are 22-point spreads, both of them are Phil's locks of the week, and we all agree, we should call it our 22 skidoo uh, parlay. So everyone out there, I'm going to write this down for what we're talking about on the show tomorrow because I don't want to miss this. This is the kind of thing Drew you don't want to leave out. You know what I mean? No, I, I'll write it down too to help skidoo? remind you. Can you spell skidoo for me? Skidoo. S-K-I-D-O-O. S-K-I-D-O-O. Okay. It is our 22 skidoo parlay of the week. And here's the thing. I'm going to even throw in uh, something else. If you if if you bet the 22 skidoo parlay and you, you do it on my bookie and it hits, if you send me that message, I will buy you dinner at KS Bar. All right. Is this – You like that? Yeah. Is this how we're doing skidoo? Can you see that? Yes. S-K-I – I'll make it the title of the podcast, too. We'll, we'll get here's it everywhere. 22 skidoo. So here's the thing. If you bet Oklahoma and uh, Oklahoma and, and Clemson, it's got to be on my bookie. I can't, I can't do Drew's whatever he <laughs> – everybody's got their own endorsements now. We're doing my bookie, the 22 skidoo, and then you screenshot it and you win. If we win, I will buy you a dinner at KS Park. I feel like that's a pretty good incentive, don't you think, Jay? I like it. I, I, I like that you're making it just my bookie because I could see people getting their bookie to, like, write hand notes like Jay and Lyndon did bet this. <laughs> you I mean, mean the my website. Mybookie.com, not, not just your bookie <laughs> friend named Beatrice. You know, mybookie.com, your 22 skidoo. And it doesn't even matter the amount of money. I'll do it, let's say, a minimum of a dollar. You can't put do like, 50. Well, no, it's got to be more than a dollar. $5. If you bet at least $5, then we're good for our 22 Skidoo special. We're, and we're going to win. That's a that's a slam dunk 22 Skidoo. What's next? Mate, you said you didn't look at all the games, so I'm a little worried when I give you Phil's three, other's three-star pick. Ball State at Central Michigan. Got it. It's all Mac. This is a battle for the Mac East. Both these teams are three and one. And Matter Drew, do you have any idea who who coaches Central Michigan? I do. Isn't that uh? Who is it? Is it Jim McElwain? Very good, Drew. Oh, I'm yeah. proud of you. Former Florida coach Jim McElwain. Central Michigan's quarterback went out last game. So Division Two Sam Houston State quarterback Ty Brock will be filling in. He won the last game for them. Central Michigan's a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Jason Whitlock went to Ball State, but so did David Letterman. So that is a very difficult thing. I love David Letterman. The weirdest phone conversation of my life occurred with Jason Whitlock. 
Drew, you know about it. I've heard that one. I wish I could tell that. <laughs> and if he ever gets too crazy, I'm going to tell it. But Letterman and Whitlock make it hard for me to do Ball State. But Whitlock played for Ball State. Letterman didn't. So his negativity outtakes Letterman's positivity. So I will take Central Michigan. There's my analysis on that game. <laughs> Very good analysis. Um, I'm also going to take Central Michigan because a little more fun facts about Jim McElwain. He inherited a one-win program and took him to the championship in his first season. So he's clearly doing very well there. For that reason, I will side with him, and I'm so confident I'll get naked and hug a shark just like he did when he coached in Florida. <laughs> Let's play a little game. Can you name the three towns that Eastern, Central, and Western Michigan are in? Well, no Eastern. That's uh, Ypsilanti. Correct. Central. Do you have any of these, Jay? So I'm not just yapping. I, I don't know any of them either. I thought oh. you might. I, I, knew you <laughs> I thought you had the answers. <laughs> no, I don't know. I ask questions just to ask them. I don't know. Yeah, I knew. I knew Ypsilanti. Uh, Jay, what, what? Actually, Drew. While Jay's giving his pick, you look up Drew and see where Central I, and West. I think Central Michigan is. It's like Mount something. Mount Pleasant. Is, is my guess. Mount Pleasant. Well, while actually, I'll look it up. Jay, go ahead and give your pick. I'll look it up. You know, this is going to be monumental, but I had already written down that I was going to take Central Michigan. Phil has Central Michigan by 10. I'm telling you, they're for real. McElwain's got them rolling. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, by the way, that's not going to be part of the 22 Skidoo uh, thing, even though we've gotten three in a row. That's pretty amazing. Central Michigan is in Mount Pleasant. That's what Boom. you said. Boom. Western Michigan is, oh, I knew this. I should have gotten this. It's in Kalamazoo. I oh, knew that. I knew I that too. Not, we should have gotten that one. I did not know Central, but I knew Western. That was my mistake. All right. So we've, uh, now that we've exhausted <laughs> all the directions of the Michigan schools, what's next? Let's get into the SEC schedule. First game is uh, Vanderbilt at Georgia. Right now, Georgia is a 35-and-a-half-point favorite. Matt, you talked about this on the show. Uh, Vandy took all the goodwill from Sarah Fuller away by firing Derek Mason this week. Here's the stat for you. Ken Seals has more passing yards than any true freshman in the country. Now, I'm sure there's not a lot of true freshmen starting, but Ken Seals for Vandy has the most yards of any true freshman who's starting. I give every Christmas to the Ken Seals program, and it always makes me feel good because they do good work there. Um, I'm going to say 35 and a half is a lot. But you know what? The only games I won last week were the games where I picked the team to cover big numbers. Sarah Fuller is going to make a kick, but it's not going to be enough. So I will take Georgia to cover as well. Who's coaching Vandy? I don't even know, but I'm taking Vandy. They played well against Florida. I believe they covered. They got shut out last week. Looked pretty bad. But I think Didn't they one... have players quit this week? They did. But I, I trust them in this last game. The spread's just too big for me for a Georgia team that hasn't really been lighting up the scoreboard themselves. Uh, I think they'll, they'll keep it within 34. Well, good. It's very nice of you to say. Uh, Jay? I'm going to take Vandy. I, I hate it, but 35 and a half. But it's something I am for sure betting is the under in this game. The under is 53 and a half, and I just cannot fathom these two teams can get to that number. 
Wow. That's really the total? Yeah, I like the under. That's a great bet. Actually. I, that, that's, uh, that's, that's really good. I, I have to tell you, I don't understand. I don't know, I understand how anyone can be angry that they had Sarah Fuller kick. Like, I've seen a lot of people really angry about it. They're like, it's a gimmick. It's a stunt. Trump! Like, like he's not a gimmick and a stunt as well. Like, I don't understand people. How, I mean, it's a nice story. Fandy is 0-9. If they let a woman kick, good for them. Like, why does that make people mad, Drew? What am I missing? I don't know. And I saw like a kind of a recap of some of the worst comments and I couldn't believe some of the stuff people put on the internet. We've talked about this before. It's on Facebook, like with your, your name and your wife and your kids in your picture. It's unbelievable. Some of the stuff they say. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. I think it's actually kind of, uh, uh, kind of awesome. And yet people are just jerks. One of the things is people are too often jerks. Who's next, Jay? Let's get into it. South Carolina, Kentucky is spread has stayed firm at 11 and a half. Matt, can Bobo come into Kroger Field and get a win? What is it? What is the spread now? 11 and a half. Uh, I would say, uh, no, I got to take South Carolina at that number. I mean, I, I think Kentucky is going to win the game, but 11 and a half, I mean, who are we beating by 11 and a half? Like, it just doesn't feel like something. I don't know that I felt confident we were going to beat Vandy by 11 and a half. So, I'm, I'm, we didn't beat Vandy by 11 and a half. So, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking South Carolina to cover that. Yeah, I was really bummed when this spread came out that it was so high because I'm confident in Kentucky this week. I know Mark Stoops right now can barely get his players over to the stadium. They're so worn out. But South Carolina has the same problem, and Bobo has to get them to the airport, to Lexington, and then to the stadium. I just don't think they're going to show up with anything. That being said, I don't know that Kentucky can score enough to cover the 11 and a half. So I'm afraid – I guess I got to go South Carolina. I don't love it. Why couldn't that be like seven? Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm just shocked it is 11. And, again, we might beat them by 50. I don't know. But it just feels like 11 and a half. I don't know. What do you got, Jack? Well, my hope is that that spread came out because South Carolina's totally given up. But you got to watch for this. South Carolina brings back their best receiver, Sha Harris. And Kevin, they have a running back who's on the verge of getting 1,000 yards. Yeah. It will be their first 1,000-yard rusher since 2013. So I worry about that stuff, that they're going to try and make that stuff happen. But we all know I don't pick this game, so let's move on to the next one. Yeah, you're a wimp when it comes to Kentucky. I mean, we, we the rest of us actually, you know – we do what what men and women do, and that's pick games. Uh, but anyway, what, what, what do you got? Florida at Tennessee. Um, man, you know, back in the day, you wouldn't have thought this. Florida's won the last 14 of 15 of these matchups. If they get a win, they clinch the SEC East. We all saw Tennessee lost their commitment from their five-star five linebacker, Terrence Lewis. Yeah. 17 and a half is what they're favored by right now. Florida wins by 85 points in this game. This is a, this is another one. I'm just going to keep with the big covers. Tennessee's bad. Florida's not only beating Tennessee, they own them. They're getting to be like the streak we had for years. I love Florida in this game. I wish, I, I thought it was going to be like 13 and that felt better, but I'll still take the 17 and a half. 
I also like it. This number can't get big enough for me, and that's not just my Tennessee hatred. I think, you know, this is a big rivalry or once upon a time, and Dan Mullen's kind of a jerk. I can see him wanting to score as much as he possibly can. I'm going to take Florida as well. I, you know, with, with Pitts back for Florida, I'm really looking forward to that matchup when they play in the SEC championship against Alabama and see if Bama can handle Kyle Pitts because he is really, really good. Next game, Texas A&M at Auburn. Um, Texas A&M currently has a five-game win streak in the SEC, which is the longest win streak they've had since they've come to the SEC since in, in 2012. Um, what do you think here? Auburn's been a little inconsistent. Spread seven right now. Yeah, I take A and M. It's two said, right? A and M and Auburn. Yeah, I mean, I, I I believed in Auburn in the Iron Bowl that lasted for about 20 minutes. A uh, and M, you know, they, they they have a very small chance of going to the playoff, but still a chance. I think they're trying to put up show points. Give me A and M. Actually, seven. I'm surprised it's that low. I'll take A and M big. Yeah, I, I I was surprised that the last spread was so high. I'm surprised this one is so low. I bet against Auburn. I I took the the big spread last week, the Alabama game, and paid off. I'll just keep betting against them. It feels yeah, like the a... games, except the Kentucky game, are like almost obvious, and it makes me worry. Like, doesn't it feel? Doesn't it feel like like that? It feels like all of these are fairly easy picks. I mean, I. I don't know, Jay, maybe you're picking Auburn. I don't know, but. No, I'm not. You know, I, and I think part of the reason I'm not is Florida and Texas A&M, I think both get a little um, energy seeing that Ohio State might not be able to make those six games and it gives them a possibility to backdoor into the playoffs. And I think that it's going to be enough motivation for them. Uh, you talk about a over-under. Over-under on this game is 48 and a half. Yeah, I'd stay away from that. But what about what about Ohio State? Like, how about Michigan can keep Ohio State out of the championship game just by being like, nah. I mean, would, that's, they really, would they really do it? Yes, I would do it. Yeah, I would too. I don't but know. I mean, like, but, I mean there's, there's also the issue of they may genuinely, mm -hmm. like, be sick. You know, I mean, that, that, that's part of it too. But what an odd turn of events. You want to talk about a conspiracy theory. Even if they are legitimately sick, Ohio State fans will never believe it. No. I think there's going to be books written about this one day because Ohio State's really bad on COVID right now, and they have to play this week. They play Michigan State. And, you know, what if, what if the coach is like, hey, man, just say you don't have – like, we got to play this game. So there's a lot going on there. Hey, you <laughs> know what I have to say to that? Big Ten, you shouldn't have canceled and left open dates like the SEC and everyone else. Yeah, that's where they screwed up. They started – so late and it gave them very little but here's the other thing I don't understand I don't understand why we're in a rush to play all of these games like why can't they play the playoff in February like why I don't the part of this I've never understood same thing for the NFL what is the rush like I don't understand why we're all sprinting to get to a date none of these dates are set in stone they have the masters in November like just, just get there when you get there. I, I, I don't get it. I've wondered that too. There's a lot of stuff. It's like, no, it has to be this. It's like, no, everything is closed, and I haven't seen people in eight months. Nothing has to be like it. Really, things are changing. So March Madness doesn't have to be March Madness. A football championship doesn't have to be New Year's. Put it wherever it works. 
And the other thing is with everything screwed up on dates, like if you had the football playoff in February, people would still watch it. If you have to have March Madness in April or May, people are still going to watch it. Like I, I don't get it, but I'm not in charge. So it doesn't matter. What's next? Next game I would consider the two surprises of the SEC this year. Arkansas is going to be at Missouri. Missouri's currently a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They've won four of their last five. They're kind of on a roll. Yeah, I like Missouri. I think Arkansas I went there. I liked going. I think there's a little bit of fool's gold with them in the sense of really they've kind of played well against teams that aren't very good. They were just so bad that nobody thought they would. I think Missouri might be real good. I mean, not great, but they beat us, and I think we're decent. And they beat Vandy to death. And so I, I like Missouri in this one actually quite a bit. I keep agreeing with you, but I, I feel strongly about this one. The Arkansas hype is because everyone projected them to be winless. Even Vegas had it like over under a half a game, and they won three. The problem is the three was the Mississippi schools and Tennessee, three of the worst teams in the conference. So uh, I don't have much faith, faith in them against Missouri. I'll take I'm worried time. I'm agreeing with you guys too much. Um, I actually, when this spread came out, I thought it was pretty low. Um, I'm going to take Missouri there as well. This is going to be one of these, our records are going to either be like awesome or terrible. Like this is the, this week is when we win it all back. But like, people are going to be like, look at those guys. They went nine and one. Because to me, either, because all of these games seem easy to me. So either like I'm just way off or else Vegas, ever has kind of made it odd part of it for me is this late in the year i like favorites more because i feel like the underdogs have checked out so that's why a lot of these games were taking favorites yeah what's next well the last sec game and i feel like it's the game the sec uh, switched around seven games to make this game happen alabama lsu hey i was proud of this stat i came with this stat myself miles brennan who played three games for lsu before he got hurt has more TD passing TDs than Auburn's Bo Nix, Bandy's Ken Seals, than Colin Hill for South Carolina, than Stetson Bennett for Georgia, than Jared Garantano for UT. He did all, and of course, more than Terry Wilson as well. In three games, he has more TDs than all those, all those players. The spread is Alabama minus 29 and a half. Okay, I mean, like, it feels terrible to do this, right? Like, it feels terrible to go minus 29 and a half Alabama. But it's the right thing to do. Like, LSU stinks. Alabama's really good. They've been beating up on everybody. Aren't they just going to do it again, Drew? I mean, didn't they win the Iron Bowl by 29? <laughs> so, if they can win the Iron Bowl by 29, they can, they can beat a pretty bad LSU team. Uh, I'm also going to take Alabama, and it, I keep, it's back to the favorites thing. I mean, they still have something to play for. Alabama has to show up. LSU is just dragging along, and they're being pulled to Alabama to play the number one team. So, I'm expecting another route by the time. Drew, I may pull out our first quarter, first half Alabama bet and parlay it with Oklahoma first quarter and first half because I think those are good bets this week. So I'm going with Alabama as well. By the way, I just – sorry, I, I went off for a second. So one of the things I've started doing, you know, I've talked about doing stock market stuff. I've started doing, Drew, earnings for all these companies come out at – four, like right after the market closes. 
right? Is it Jay? You're more of a business guy, and it's like right before the market opens or right before it closes, right? Mm-hmm. So I've started looking at the companies that are going to release their earnings at like 402, and then the ones I feel good about, I bet, or you know, I I, I buy stock in because whatever happens on the earnings thing, it wildly fluctuates like wildly fluctuates the stocks, probably too much, but what do I know? So like yesterday, I won't bore you, but I made a bet on a company called Zscaler and I made a ton of money today. So like, I felt really excited. So today I was looking through the companies. Of course, I don't know who any of these companies are. And I saw Ollie's Bargain Outlet. Oh, I'm a big Ollie's fan. Do you remember... Ollie's Bargain Outlet, Jay, you may remember our, the tie-in to KSR. I do not remember this. Many years ago, the Daytona 500 got rained out. Then they had it on like a Monday night. And you remember, I think uh, the one driver, uh, Juan Pablo Montoya, wrecked into the, the, the thing that like cleans the track. You remember that? And exploded. And they had to put Todd down and all this. Anyway, the point is, they almost had a car win that like, was terrible and it was the ollie's bargain outlet car and i remember thinking like you can't win the daytona i was making fun of ollie's bargain outlet and then I, people were like man ollie's bargain outlet's great and you know how you never hear of something but then once you hear of it you hear it everywhere that's how it was with ollie's bargain outlet so long story short i ended up putting quite a bit of money pretty much everything i won i, I earned yesterday on Ollie's Bargain Outlet, and I just looked, and that was a terrible decision because apparently the last three months have been a bad three months for Ollie's Bargain Outlet. I would have thought when people are struggling, wouldn't they all go to a bargain outlet, Drew? But apparently I was wrong. So uh, not a good day for our, us Ollie's Bargain Outlet stockholders. I think the problem there is uh, Ollie's, which I've been to recently. There's one probably a mile from me, a little more. But anyway, they're uh, not online. So I would say that was probably where they went wrong. Well, why didn't you tell me that before I did it? That would have been good information to know. Do you think a place named Ollie's Bargain Outlet is just killing it on the internet? Not everyone (laughs) had a website, Drew. Even (laughs) the internet, and I had one. You mean, you're telling me there is not even an Ollie's Bargain Outlet website? I mean, there could be, but I'd say Amazon has really put a dent in their uh, customers this year. By the way, how do you know there's not an Ollie's Bargain Outlet? Like, do you go to Ollie's and just see what's well, up? No, but if you're at home shopping, do you go, go I shop at Bargain Outlet? Damn it, they don't have a website. <laughs> they could. I don't know. I just don't think this, in a pandemic, is the time to invest in a store where you walk in and buy things. Well, well, what do I know? Clearly, don't don't double down on Ollie's Bargain Outlet. I learned that today. All right, let's do two more, and then we'll go to the pros, Jay. It's kind of a 2021 college game day is going to be at Coastal Carolina this this week. But guess what? Liberty can't play now. So now Coastal Carolina is going to play BYU. This is the first time – this is only the fourth time in 25 years that two teams – that are 9-0 or better play each other before a bowl. That's amazing. Right now, BYU is a 10-point favorite. First of all, I like Coastal Carolina. Like, we're supposed to play one religious school. That ain't going to work. Let's just go play another one on the other side of the country. What a weird thing, though, where you, like, change the game two days before. And, like, this is a huge game for both these teams. I mean, the winner of this game is going undefeated. 
if it's Coastal Carolina, it'll be like the best season they've ever had. If it's BYU, they'll yerk, you know, yap that they should be in the playoffs, even though they shouldn't. I love that college game day is going to be there. Um, but I think Coastal Carolina is kind of fake good, and I think BYU is kind of maybe really good. So I'm taking BYU. Where did you say this game was? They're going to BYU? No, Coastal oh, They're playing. Either game way, game I Coastal mean, Carolina. That's a, that's a quick flight to get together on short notice. I'm just glad we're going to get to see Coastal Carolina. I mean, Liberty's good, the game that got canceled, but I want to see them play a quality opponent because I've been fascinated with how well they've played so far. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to roll with them. I almost said go whatever their mascot is, but it's something weird, right? The Chanticleers. Chanticleers, yes. Go Chanticleers. I'll take them. I'm going to stick with Drew here. I think, you know, BYU flying to Conway, South Carolina last minute. Ten points is a lot. I don't know that the Coast Carolina win, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with those points on that one. Hey, you guys downplay the Mormons all you want. The one thing I've learned: never ever, uh, never ever underestimate a Mormon flying across the country on short notice. <laughs> Drew, I'm gonna let you put, pick the last game. Do you want to pick Indiana, Wisconsin, or Ohio State, Michigan State? Uh, let's go, a little Indiana, Wisconsin. Number ten, Indiana against number 18, Wisconsin. I actually feel sorry for Indiana. Their quarterback, Penix, was leading the Big Ten in completion passing yards and TDs. They go into Wisconsin, which has the fourth-ranked defense in the nation. The over-under here is 46. I think that's the lowest on the board. And this is one of those strange ones. How many times is a top-10 team a 14-point underdog to an 18th-ranked team? Did the guy get hurt? Is that why you feel sorry for him? I didn't, yeah, he's, I didn't. Out, he's out for the year. Their quarterbacks okay. out for the year. Well, you know, I was actually going to pick Wisconsin until you told me it was 14. I feel like that's high. Indiana, you know, they're not going to win, but they're going to cover this. They're going to do it for their fallen brethren. Wisconsin will win the game, but Indiana will cover the 14. I'm torn here because I have no clue who the IU backup quarterback is. And Damon, he has, he has some big shoes to fill. But I think uh, Indiana's played six games already, and Wisconsin's played like three. So I'll go a little experience, and like you said, the determination to play for their fallen quarterback. I think we've agreed on every play except the last one. Go Hoosiers. Yeah, I think, I think that's a lot of points. And with it being a low-scoring game, I'll tell you, I'm definitely going to tease this game with Indiana and, and take it up to 20. But I'm going to uh, go with Indiana here. And that, by the way, is our Ollie's Bargain Outlet play of the day. Make up for all the money I just lost on Ollie's Bargain Outlet returns. You got to look at it this way. Just sit on it because it'll be back when the pandemic's over. Everybody, it's been so long since they've been to Ollie's, they're going to kill it. Totally agree. But the thing is, I like like it to be fluid. I don't want to hold a stock for very many days. And now you're right. I'm going to have to hold this one for a while to make up for the fact and so I may actually even go into an Ollie's bargain outlet just to see what's happening with it. Richmond Road, I'll go with you. I'm gonna, I, I, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to the shareholders meeting and demanding to get a website. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be like, didn't any of you think about the fact that in 2020 we should have a website? I, I mean, they probably have a website. I'm just saying that's more of a place. I bet their clients are more in-person shoppers. I hope they have a website. Uh, better story, a better story would be if somebody heard the podcast that works for Ollie's and said, hey, this free money podcast, they said we should get a website. 
I want to cut. <laughs> Let me say this. If Ollie's Bargain Outlet wants to turn this negative into a positive, we'd love to have you as our sponsor. I, I don't know if it's going to help your next earnings report, but we would love it to be the free money Ollie's podcast. Because I, 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 listen, you, you owe it to me, Ollie's. I tried. I just so, looked it up. I had to look it up. I had to know. They do have a website, but they don't sell things on the website. They just have their exactly. current flyer. It's just their current flyer of coupons for you to go out and now, get it there. Ollie's, you're going to hear that at the next shareholders meeting, expect to hear from me. Or they even have it. They don't have a virtual. They don't. They have no way of talking to each other. All right, mybookie.com does have a website, and it's a website where you can place your 22 skidoo bet. Go to mybookie.com, put in the promo code free money, and they will take the amount of money you get, you put in, and they'll give you over 50 percent in free money. So, put in 300 dollars, they'll give you 150 dollars in free money. That's what they do at mybookie.com. But you got to use my promo code. It's free money. You got to get ready for your 22 skidoo bet, which is the Oklahoma, uh, who? Oklahoma, Clemson. 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 the Oklahoma Clemson parlay at mybookie.com, promo code free money. Ollie's bargain outlet should have paid for the amount of ads we just gave him. Let's go to the pros. Do you want a restaurant? Yo, yes, I do. I'm sorry. Give me a Louisville restaurant. So I chose one that um, is newer and I think needs business that, and I, that I really like. It's called. La Bojita, which is on Market Street in Nulu. And if you go there, get the plantain-encrusted mahi-mahi. <laughs> plantain-encrusted? What does that mean? Oh, it's so good. They, like, take plantains and put them on the fish? No, they're, like, almost like crackers, like, and they, they cook the fish with the plantains. It's, it's, it's awesome. So what's the name of it again? La Bojita? La Bojita. I feel sorry for those restaurants down on in Nulu. I don't feel like anybody's like in Nulu right now because, you know, there's nobody living there and like there were all the problems downtown. And I, I'm sure that's a very tough. And the rent was so huge down there because it was the hottest place in town before COVID. So, yes, definitely La Bojita, go visit. Can I tell one frustrating uh, story about eating food this week? Please. So, I'm in Louisville. I say this all the time, and I, I believe this. KS Bar has the best wings in Kentucky, bone in. Bone out, I like our wings, but I also like Rooster's wings for bone out. So in Louisville, we don't have a KS Bar. So Rooster's just got on Uber Eats. All right. You're in trouble. <laughs> so here's the problem. I'm not going to a Rooster's in Lexington because they're our competitor. In Louisville, I'll go occasionally, but I got it delivered. Now, I went to the Uber Eats app. I picked what I wanted, I, but they didn't. You know, I like to get the sauces combined. There was a place to put it. But I noticed there was nowhere to put blue cheese, right? And wings, you need, a, you need ranch or blue cheese, right? Mm -hmm. So I typed in the little comment thing, please add blue cheese. And I even put in there in parentheses, if you need to charge me, fine. Deliver the food, no blue cheese. So I call and I'm like, hey, it's in a big deal, but like these aren't as good if I don't have the blue cheese. And you know what they said to me? We don't deliver blue cheese. And I said, well, why not? And they're like, it's just not something we're capable of doing. 
And that's the kind of answer I hate because yes, you are capable of doing it. Like there is nothing in this world that is stopping you from doing it. But again, this is just a nice person answer the phone. And I said, well, is there a way to fix that? <laughs> and she said, our managers tell us blue cheese cannot be delivered, which means they actually had a conversation about it. So anyway, if they said we can't deliver blue cheese because we're not capable of delivering things, I would understand. But I mean, they got the wings to you pretty easily, I would think. And I would Can you think of any rational reason, Jay, that you could deliver all of the food except the blue cheese? No, but I'll tell you this, the biggest impact this podcast will ever have if Ollie's starts delivering blue cheese. <laughs> Gotta do it. From their website. Dude, stock will shoot up if they begin delivering blue cheese. All right, give me a pro games. I'm going to start with Phil's four-star pick. Cleveland at Tennessee. Cleveland has started eight and three. It's the first time they've started eight and three since 1994 when Bill Belichick was their coach and he went nine and three. Um, Tennessee's coming off their big division, their, their big win over Indianapolis last week. Right now, Tennessee's a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I like Tennessee. Uh, I think I've watched a lot of Cleveland games. Uh, just, I don't know why, because it's 1 o'clock and the games kind of suck, and I usually end up watching that one. But, um, but I feel like every game they've played has been cold, it's been rainy, it's been wet, and the final score has been like 9-6. to six. And they've won. So they're 8-3, and three, but I think it's a little misleading. Games in Tennessee, I don't think it will be the weather is bad. I think Tennessee's kind of playing pretty well. I have A.J. Brown on my fantasy team, and I love how good he plays. So uh, I'm going to take Tennessee. Uh, I'm also going to take Tennessee. I believe that before last week, they kind of were slipping in the playoff hunt. They fell behind the Colts in the AFC South, crowd a wild card. But that, week, that win last week over the Colts was huge for the Titans. I think they finished the season strong, potentially even went out. So I'll take uh, Titans to cover the points here. I really like Tennessee as well. And I, to me, this is the perfect NFL. You all know I love to tease games. Tease this because I'm really confident Tennessee's going to win, right? You tease this to plus a half point Tennessee, and Phil's got Tennessee by 13. Yeah, I can see it. It feels like to me the best two running backs in the league are Alvin Kamara and Derrick Henry. And I don't know if A.J. Brown is one of the best, but, man, he is amazing to watch. I cannot believe he and DK Metcalf were on the same college team. Like, that seems unfair for a team like Ole Miss. And they beat us, if you remember, just because we couldn't cover the two of them. Game-winning pass on Lonnie uh, Johnson's head. It was a game-winning uh, touchdown on Lonnie Johnson's head. Yeah, but uh, those two dudes are amazing. Who's next? Next game's Phil's three-star pick, which is Indianapolis at Houston. Um, the last 12 meetings by these teams – have been decided by single digits. Right now, Indianapolis is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I mean, I, I I hate both these teams. Watching them makes me cry. But I feel like even though Indianapolis has a better record, I actually kind of feel like the teams are close to even. Uh, Houston's played pretty well since Bill O'Brien was fired with 99-year-old Romeo Cornell as the coach. Uh, so I'm actually going to take – I don't know who's going to win, but I think they'll cover the three-and-a-half, so I'm going to take Houston. Uh, just like I said, the Titans found something to play for by beating the Colts. Uh, the Colts kind of have their backs against the wall with that loss. So I'm going to take the Colts here. Um, they're, they're in a position where they're, they're likely to miss the playoffs if they lose this game. 
Yeah, Houston's playing better and looking better, but I, I think this is a desperation game for Indy. They have to have this, so I'm going to go with Indy as well. Phil has Indy by 10 points. Speaking of desperation, my game, I'm on the line with 44 seconds left. They're up 25. Betting college basketball is the worst because of the free throws. It is awful. College basketball when it's Illinois State and Eastern Illinois is just – that's such a dumb game. I really – I want to know off the air why in the world you picked that one. What's next? Phil's other three-star game this week, New England and L.A. Chargers. Last week – or the last three games – No! New- <laughs> <laughs> yes. The three. They hit a three at the end. Wow. Sorry, carry on. Tough loss. That's your obvious. Oh, wow. But what I was going to say is the last three games, New England does not have a receiver that caught a ball that was even drafted in the NFL draft. So they go to Justin Herbert. This game started at Chargers favored by one. It's now a pick em. One of the things I really like about the addition of Jay to this podcast beyond just I like Jay is that he has facts about these games. Like Drew and I usually spent five to ten minutes of the podcast trying to figure out who was even playing. uh, (laughs) So Jay really brings the professionalism. This feels like a pick to me. Um, So I – man, both these teams have been weird this year. The Chargers, I, mean, I have no idea what to do, to be honest with you. This really feels like a coin flip. So I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll just flip a coin. Hang on. There we go. Uh, all right, so tails. So who's the home team, the Chargers? I'll take the Chargers. I'm also taking the Chargers, but I, I, I believe in the – or excuse me, no, I'm not taking the Chargers. I'm mad at the Chargers because our boy Justin Herbert, who we've spoken so highly of on this podcast, buzzed his long flowing hair a couple weeks ago hasn't played well since so I'm going Patriots here that was such a bad haircut and it was and I like that they like it was so bad that the media asked him if he was happy with it which at that moment if I'm Justin Herbert I know it's bad when the meat because the media would never ask you are you happy with this haircut if it's good so at that moment that had to be embarrassing for him but yeah what, what do you got Jay I'm going with Drew and the Samson effect I'm going to take New England here and Phil has New England by seven. Well, all right, I'll be out on these last two. I'm out on my own. What's next? Next is New Orleans at Atlanta. Atlanta had that huge win last week where they beat the Raiders 43-6. to New Orleans has Matt's new favorite player in the NFL, Tyson, Tyson Hill. Tyson. Right now, New Orleans is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. This game in Atlanta, you said? You know, this is actually a tough game, honestly, because I think Taysom Hill blows. I know I said that, and they used it on the Levitard show, and that will be the only time I was ever on the Levitard show in my entire life. Um, but I do think he blows. Like, like they won against Denver, but I don't know if you watched that game. Did you watch any of it when Denver didn't have a quarterback? It was I hard to the first tell. quarter. It's hard to tell that either team had a quarterback, to be quite honest with you. Um, I'm going to take the Falcons. I think the Falcons will cover. I don't know if they'll win. The Falcons are better than four and seven because they had two games that they completely blew, the game against the Cowboys and the game against the Bears. So they should be six and five. New Orleans, for whatever reason, playing the third-string quarterback. I don't know why they're not playing Jameis. I'm taking the Falcons. 
I'm taking the Falcons just because I talked a lot of trash about the Saints on this podcast early in the season, and they're 9-2 and two and one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. So I need them to, to drop a game, make me look a little better. Give me the Falcons. I'm rooting for them. By the way, I picked Chiefs Saints for the Super Bowl last year and thought I was going to be right. I think that's who it is this year. Don't you think when Drew Brees comes back, that's the Super Bowl? Titans. No, oh, stop it. What do you got, Jay? You know, I'm going to go with Atlanta as well. I don't feel real strongly about this one, but Tyson Mills seems like the kind of quarterback that defensive coordinators catch on to, and this might be the game that catches up to him a little bit. Yeah, their coach is uh, Raheem Morris right now for Atlanta. He is a really good defensive coach. He wasn't – he didn't do a great job as a head coach, to, uh, but as a defense coordinator, he's very good. What's next? That's By the way, that's a sentence that three years ago I could have never said, Drew. You know, the, the <laughs> Raheem Morris. But then – that was that is all countdown to kickoff. I couldn't have picked Raheem Morris out of a lineup, and now I'm like, you know, he's actually a pretty good defensive coordinator. No, no, that is that's that's a part of my brain that went unused for 39 years until they made me do that show. Go ahead. So next we'll move to Monday Night Football. Buffalo Bills play San Francisco. San Francisco's coming off their last second win over the Rams. Right now, Buffalo's a two and a half point favorite. I like Buffalo big. I don't care where the game is. I think San Francisco sucks. I know they beat uh, I know they beat the Rams, but I think that was kind of fluky. That's Jared Goff did his like once or twice a year suck fest. So uh, I'm going to take Buffalo to cover. I keep telling myself, no matter what, the next one I'm going against Matt, but I can't do it here. I like Buffalo. So I, we're just going to have to have the same record this week, I guess. Uh, Buffalo 8-3 and three, looking good. I, I like them a lot here. Man, we're all going to ride or die together this week because I'm taking Buffalo as well. Can I tell you what Rachel asked me about the Buffalo Bills when I was doing the picks? I was like, Buffalo Bills. And she goes, don't you think they should all have to be named Bill? It's <laughs> <That's> a good suggestion. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it really made me laugh. So then she and I looked up, what if Buffalo only had a team of people named Bill? And there's a surprising amount of people named Bill. Just think about it for a minute. Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, Bill Cosby, <laughs> Bill well, Nye the Science Guy. My, my brain went Bill Cower, Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick. I mean, you got so many coaching oh, options. A lot of, you got a lot of coaching options, but what about player? <laughs> Bill Barr, uh, Bill Burr. <laughs> we'll work on the players. Uh, the players is going to be a little harder. Maybe you can get Billy White Hughes Johnson out, Billy, but from Billy from the radio show. Uh, but I did like her. She goes, I think I, that team should have to be only people named Bill. And I, I thought that was a good idea. What, we, got, we got Bill Romanowski. There's one. Bill Russell. <laughs> He's a little old. Billy, Billy Sims. Billy, look, we, I think we have a roster right now. Let's say, we'll do two more, and then I got to run. What's next? So there's actually not a lot of great NFL games, but this is a game I want to watch, actually. The Rams are at Arizona. Right now the Rams are a three-point favorite. It's a big game. Arizona doesn't win. They're out, potentially, of the playoffs because the, the Vikings and all that are coming up. You know, this it's, the NFC West has been impossible to predict. Every game has been close, and every game has been random. Uh, I think this is a back-against-the-wall game for Kyler and, uh, and Cliff Clingsbury. I'll take the Cardinals. I'm going to take Arizona. No, I was going to go against you. I'll take the Rams just to go against you. The only reason is I'm going against you because we cannot have the same record next week, and I think we've gone 
pretty much down the line every single game. Also, two games, Bill Walsh two, popped in my yeah. head. Yeah. What do you got, Jay? Well, if you remember last week, that was the game we all called where Bill Belichick put uh, Cliff Klingsbury in check last week. Um, but I'm going to take Arizona here. I think it's a, you know, I'll, t- I'll take the three points here. And he did, by the way. Belichick did exactly what we said. Right. So, let's finish off strong. What do we got? All right, Drew, I'm going to let you choose between these three games. Las Vegas at the Jets, Cincinnati at Miami, Philly at Green Bay. Let's go Philly at Green Bay. All right, Philly, Green Bay. Green Bay's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite right now. It is hard to express how bad Ollie's bargain outlet stock is doing, just for the record. Like, like during this podcast, it has just cratered. Uh, in the last, hopefully it's back by the time people listen to this. I don't I'm going to go buy now because I know they're getting a website soon. <laughs> That's the other thing I didn't know. I'm sure Jay knew this because he's Mr. Business. Like, after hours trading that people can do, I don't even know how you do that. Like, on my app, it won't let me. And so, like, I'll just sit there and watch as things are happening, and I want to participate, and I don't know how. And, like, I don't know. Maybe somebody can teach me. Get Robin Hood. Get that app. <laughs> Robin Hood. Is that an app that you That's do? That's what I use. Oh, yeah. That, you can read about this. Robin Hood is taken off over COVID. And a lot of, like, my son, who's 18, he, he trades stocks. It's, it's blown up. Why? Why that? Well, because it just started. It's a newer app, and it's really easy to trade. Like, it's really easy to trade. No, no. What I'm doing, I have TD Ameritrade. It's easy to trade. It's just the after hours part. It, you can trade after hours on Robinhood. I'm sure you can on the one I'm on, too. I just can't figure it out, which maybe should suggest I shouldn't even <laughs> – if I can't even figure out how to use the app. Uh, well, maybe Jay just suggested a user-friendly version. That's literally yeah. what he suggested. <laughs> I'm just going to sit and stew in my Ollie's losses tonight. Um, all right. So, uh, Green Bay is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Philadelphia is awful. I'm not sure how good Green Bay is either, though. They beat the Bears by a lot, but we're awful. I can't bet on Phil. This is a great tease game. Like, I would tease this in a heartbeat for, for Green Bay, but I will take Green Bay to cover. Uh, here we go again. I'm going Green Bay to cover. I do think Green Bay is very good. I think they could be the team to come out of the NFC uh, in, for the Super Bowl. I'll take them to cover as well. We'll just keep agreeing on all these. I may nerd out here, but I I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. And I Carson Wentz is one of these people. He seems like a really good dude. And he had that year where he basically is the one that took him to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go team Carson Wentz here and roll with the eight and a half with the Eagles. He got engaged at the castle. Me too. I copied. You and Carson. So this is the Drew Carson engagement pick by J- by Jay and Lyndon of uh, Philly at the Castle. Well, hey, thank you all very much. Twenty two skadoo uh, bet in. If you uh, are bored, call the hotline at Ollie's Bargain Outlet. Ask them to get a website, and I would. Uh, I agree, Drew. If actually, if I were you, I would go buy it right now. Part of me is trying to decide. Sometimes when I've lost, I go buy the same amount again, and, like, it only needs to go half. You know what I mean? You can kind of get I, it back a little bit. I, I dabble in the stocks, and I've done that a couple times. It, it, it's kind of you got to swallow your pride and just know that it's for better for the long run. You hate taking that kind of loss there, but it's, it's better. Yeah, I don't know. Took a pretty big loss. Thank you, folks, uh, very much for listening. We'll see you later. This has been the Free Money Podcast.